that she did not like me at all. But that's untrue because I love her. So going back, I was picking up Jada for youth group, and then I'm like, how come your sister doesn't come? Oh, she doesn't want to come. And so I'm like, oh, she's going to start coming now. And so that's probably also why she thought I didn't like her, but. It was just her face. Her face was very, <laughs> like. Well, my thinking behind it is the more that kids come to Grace Youth, they come to church in general, like the deeper relationship they're gonna have with Jesus, right? It also gives us time before church and after church to kind of talk about life. So like before church, it gives us time to, okay, like how was school this week? How are things going? How's, you know, your relationship with your sister, with your mom? Like, like I said, like how's school going? And then after church, it's a chance to talk about what we talked about at church. So when I first started coming to Grace Youth, I was always very shy when I was younger, so I didn't really talk to anyone. And I just wasn't feeling it, so. But then Joanne had introduced me to more people. And so the more it progressed, Joanne found out my singing. And then she was like, go in the band. And I was like, what? I was like, At that time, I was like, absolutely not. You know, I am African-American. Joanne is not. So it's like we came from two different kind of backgrounds and places. And just for me, I've never expected to really have a very good friendship with someone who wasn't sharing the same culture as me. So it was just a blessing. Like I've always been told all my life, like God isn't gonna show up when I want him to. He's gonna show up when I need him to. And right before, Joanne came into my life, I went into a depression. And so having someone on my, you know, in my life who was there to support me and to love me that I didn't even expect to be there, it's like, I don't feel like that could be anything else but God. I would say that I've learned how awesome God is through Jamie. I mean, she said she, you know, was struggling with depression, right? And there were times where like, she's told me that if you didn't come pick me up for church, like I wouldn't have went. Like I didn't want to go. I just wanted to be in my room type of thing. And I think it's, I've learned that God is awesome because he did put us together at the right time that we needed each other in each other's lives without knowing that we needed each other in each other's lives. Man, can y'all, there's value in relationship. Can we say amen to that? Amen, amen. Man, I am just so, um, man, in awe of that relationship. They pushing me forward. They don't want me that close. Uh, man, it has just been an awesome opportunity to get to see that relationship blossom and grow, man. I was getting teary-eyed over there because I don't know where she is. Yeah. 
But Jamie, I, that girl has come a long way. And it was because she had somebody in her life. Somebody that said, I, I, I mean, I could be doing anything else with my time. But, man, I'm going to walk with these babies. And so, man, I just, man, I'm just so grateful that we have people like that that will step up. And uh, this is why we're celebrating this today, this milestone. This is what this is about here. Yeah, amen, everybody. Uh, we just want to say here to Next Gen Team, we want to say welcome to Milestone Sunday. Welcome, Woo! welcome. And we're so glad you're here. And we are celebrating these milestones because we want to celebrate a significant time in a child's life, right? Yes. And it's a good time to celebrate it. And we just want to let you know that our young people are the next generation. And they are not just the future church. They are the church. Church right now. Right now. And right now, we just want to honor those people who serve with your kids, with your students, every Wednesday night, every Sunday morning at 9 and 11. So if you celebrate... But first, oh, but first, first, can we celebrate these awesome oh, folks yes, right here? Yes. Our next-gen team. Y'all give it up for the next-gen team. Yes, yes. So we I'm are just a team across... Mini no, we're not. It's just a team across ministries, yes. children's, man, women's ministry, uh, youth ministry, missions. And so we're just coming together to bridge that gap for all generations. This is a generational thing. God is a God of generations. Amen. And so this is our team here. Thank you. Yes. All right. Yes. Moving okay. on. Yeah, so <laughs> what I was saying before, if we have anybody in the house that serves in Grace Kids, if you serve in preschool, if you serve in elementary, if you're a storyteller, stand to your feet. Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise for our Woo! Grace Kids, folks. Yeah. All these rock stars in there. If you serve um, with our fourth through sixth graders in Element 456, stand up and make some noise. Element 456, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Where y'all at? Oh, yeah. Hey, showing up. All right, now, we got great shoes. Y'all know where we at? Oh, yo. Oh, that was kind of weak. Come on now. Where we at? Oh, yo. There we go. Stand to your feet. Great shoes leaders. Any great shoes leaders, man? Thank y'all. Thank you for what you do. Hey, and now we also want to celebrate those young people who are in the house with us today, who are moving up to that next phase. So if you are moving up into kindergarten, stand to your feet and make some noise. Kindergartners in the house. Kindergartners. Yeah. If you are moving on to four, five, six, element 456, incoming fourth through sixth grader, stand up. What are you at? What are you at? What are you at? Four, fifth, and sixth graders. <laughs> And if you are moving into Grace Youth, stand up. Yo, yo, six yo, to yo, 12 yo, yo. graders. Six graders. Six graders. There you go. All right. And the class of 2023 seniors. What the high school seniors in classroom? Class 2023. Where they at? Where they at? There they go. There they go. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Everybody, stand up, just like we greet. do in Grace Kids. Get the wiggles out, and we get ready to stand and greet. But stand we do a little greet. different. We're gonna do it different here. Hey, we got a rock, paper, scissors. So your neighbor, you find someone, do rock, paper, scissors with them. And so we go on shoot, okay? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I know that's usually something that gets some confusion there. So we gonna rock, paper, scissors, let's shoot, okay? All righty, find somebody, find somebody, play rock, I'm paper, watching, scissors. I'm I can't, I can't even have nobody. Where my person at? I'm going with you. 
So I'm gonna hopefully I can see what I'm looking at here. But welcome, my name's Jordan. I'm normally on a Sunday down. <laughs> One day you won't offer. I'm normally downstairs with the fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. Um, but I'm happy to be here and happy to see some of them up here uh, with us. And so today we are going to be looking at a passage from the Book of Matthew. So if you want to get your Bibles, turn to Matthew seven. Matthew seven, and uh, I'm going to pray for us. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you uh, just for the Grace family uh, across all ages. And we just pray you give us ears to hear today and that your spirit would uh, strengthen us to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Matthew 7. So Matthew 5, 6, and 7 is the Sermon on the Mount. It's where a lot of Jesus' most famous teachings happen in the Sermon on the Mount. So I'm going to do a quick quiz just to make sure, you know, I want to see how much you guys know, so... Uh, kids, this, this quiz is mostly for the parents and the, the grown-ups, but you're allowed to chime in too. All right, so I'm going to start, I'm going to say the first part of a line from the Sermon on the Mount, and then anyone who knows, but especially the grown-ups, I want to hear you respond with the second half, okay? So somewhere in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. Okay, you got it. Uh, later on, he says, I tell you, love your enemies and... And pray for those who persecute you. Okay. Don't worry. The next one's a layup. Uh, the last one, he says, he teaches how to pray. He teaches his disciples how to pray. He says, Our Father. There you go. That redeemed number two. <laughs> so kids, if you don't know any of those answers, you heard which grown-ups around you do know the answers, and you can talk to them. Hi, Andrew. I got my son over there. Okay. And also, yeah, if parents, I got my three-year-old right there, so, and my eight-month-old, so if your kids make a little noise, that's okay. Mine's going to be doing that as well. So after all of this teaching from Matthew 5, 6, and 7, some of which we just uh, referenced, Jesus tells a story and in this story, there's a big storm. All right, I know Drew storms can be a little scary sometimes, and this was kind of a scary storm. And so I'm going to need you all to use your imagination. And kids, I know your imaginations are ready to roll, but sometimes the grown-ups' imaginations might need a little bit of help. So as we imagine the storm, we imagine the sky getting dark. I want all the kids, all the teenagers, to start making making it sound like rain. <clears throat> and you're going to need to keep it going. Don't pace yourselves. Pace yourselves. I'm going to. We've got to do this for like two minutes, so, okay. 
it's starting to rain. And now what else in the storm? There's rain, there's also wind. So all the grown-ups, can you stand up for a minute? And you're gonna be like a tree and just start blowing in the wind, all right? The storm's coming, you know. It's kind of a big storm, it's starting to blow a little bit harder. Okay, we got our, our imaginations, are they primed? Okay, you guys keep doing that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna describe the storm. The storm's coming, it's raining, it's wind is blowing, there's lightning, there's thunder, and in the middle of the storm, there's two houses, all right? Two houses, they're getting rained on, they're, the, the shutters are shuddering, uh, all the patio furniture is blowing away, the street's starting to flood, everyone's running their, John Jackson's running to his basement to get his pump going. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, John. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, keep going. And then all of a sudden you hear it crash. The windows shatter on one of the houses. The walls come down. The whole roof caves in. And the house is washed away in the storm. All right, you guys can take a seat. Thank you. I wasn't sure how that would work. That was pretty good. Okay, so now your imaginations are ready. So I'm going to read the story as Jesus tells it. And then we'll discuss for a minute. Jesus says in Matthew 7, verse 24, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. All right, so we've got a story. There's two builders, there's two homes, one storm, and there's two very different outcomes, right? One house survives the storm, one house is destroyed in the storm. And so we've got this, why? What Jesus says... It was because of the foundation, right? It wasn't that uh, those who obey Jesus, his teachings, that put them into practice, that they're going to avoid the storms and it's always going to be sunny for them, right? They face the storm too. Uh, It was the people, the foolish builder, who heard what Jesus said and did not practice it. His house was the one that was destroyed. And so how many of you practice an instrument or a sport or something where you you got to practice? Okay. Let's see. Up close. Anyone, what do, you, what do you guys play that you need to practice? Soccer. That's a good one. Stacy? Viola. Anyone else? One more. Piano. Okay, so you guys know what it means to practice something. And Jesus says if we put his words into practice, that our faith leads to action, then we are building our foundation on something solid. But if we just hear what Jesus says and we don't listen to him, we don't practice it, then our foundation is not solid, we're on sand. His own brother, James, said that don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. And so, um, as as we think about practicing that, um, Pastor Kevin's going to come up in in a couple minutes here, but if we're going to build our foundation on Jesus, we need to put our hope in him. So I'm going to get one quick visual here. Shout out to my guy Terry in the back. This thing is heavy. Okay, we got a rock here. 
It says God on it. I tried to fit Jesus, but the stencils were too big. And I got this weird trapezoid. It didn't, you couldn't read this. I, I just don't want to fall off this thing. That would ruin the whole analogy. Okay. But if we're standing on Jesus, right, we're building our life on Jesus, we're putting his teaching into practice, uh, we are secure no matter what comes. And like I said, the storm's coming no matter what. And there, I think there's storms in this life, right, that we, that we go through. And also, there's a time of testing. You guys, grown-ups, have been in Revelation. There's going to be a time when our faith is tested at the end, and we're either going to stand firm in Jesus or we won't. And so what, what gives me hope is that the Holy Spirit gives us the strength to obey. And even as you read the Sermon on the Mount, some of those are kind of hard, like loving your enemies. I don't know about that. Being merciful, um, you know, that, that's not always easy. Uh, and it goes on, and there's all kinds of things that might not be easy, but the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. And Jesus, you know, he obeyed every word of God perfectly. And in fact, one of his nicknames was the Word, right? And so if the Word is in you, then you are standing on an unshakable foundation. Amen. Amen. So why don't you guys turn your eyes up to the screen, and then Kevin will come up in a few. Good job, Jim. Mark Brandanowitz. Hey, Ron, what's up? I have a wood shop, and I'm planning a little expansion. Need my buddy Mark, the city planner, to sign off on the plans. Sure, I just need the scheduling inspection. That's not really necessary. Yes, it is, but you'll be fine as long as you don't have any code violations. You don't have any code violations, do you? Nope. Cold violations in here. Y'all better watch it, man. Well, hey, uh, if this is your first time here, I'm Kevin Dupree. I'm the youth pastor here at Grace Community Church. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And so I've been tasked to put a bow on the message. And so, you know, if you know me, you know that's hard. They say a Christmas bow, not a brand new Lexus bow. So I'm going to try to put a bow on this thing and bring it all together of what we've been talking about. It's been through the worship um, it's been through some of that milestone stuff, and George just preached about it. It's all about the building and who we're building our life on. What is our foundation and having that firm foundation? And as I was studying this text, the same text that Jordan read, the word that kept standing out to me was the word built. And so they'll put it up there. We talk about built. Jesus talked about that. He said, anyone who has built on my teachings is like a wise person. And it had me go to why I played that video with you because the first thing that came to my mind was building codes. Building codes. When you think about a house, what is building codes? Pull up, pull up that side because I had to look at what building codes are. No, go to the other, the one that's previous before that one. Building codes. They are the minimum standards. Oh, they must don't have that one. Minimum. No. Okay. Well, we could go through that one too. So the, the slide said the building codes were the minimum standards that was needed to uh, construct a building. So what does that mean? Hey, these were foundational. Without these, hey, man, you wouldn't be able to pass an inspection. These were the minimum standards. And Matthew chapters 5 through 7, Jesus is saying, hey, here is the minimum standards to build your spiritual structure off of. If you do not have these when the storms come and the winds come and everything comes, uh, when trials come and tribulation, hey, man, these things will test your structure. 
Building codes, what do they do for us? They actually, they actually prevent casualties. They prevent costs and damages by creating stronger buildings designed to withhold, withstand disasters. And so that begs me to ask the first question is, what codes are you using to build with? Are you using political codes? Are you using racial codes, culture codes? What are you using to build your life on? What, what, what's been your bricks that you're building on? Because if we keep reading on, we go from Matthew 5, 6, 7, Jesus is giving the instructions or the minimum standards, but then immediately right over in chapter 8, he goes and he tests, he tests his disciples because a storm comes, and they're in the boat. And the same thing he just ministered a chapter over, his disciples are in it now, and there's a storm coming up. Can I tell you how you built will be tested by a storm. Jesus is telling us right here, it's the only way to test. If I ask some of you in here right now, you may say, yep, I'm building on the firm foundation. I'm building off his teachings. You can give me word lip service. But Jesus said the way that it'll be determined what you're building off of is when the storms come, when tough times hit. And if there's adults in here, you've faced the storms. They've come. Adolescents, children, you face storms. When you go in that snack drawer and ain't no goldfish in there. Y'all know what I'm talking about, little kids? When you turn to YouTube and your video ain't there no more, I'm telling you, that's a storm, ain't it? You say, Doc McStuffin ain't showing today? What's going on? Hey, we've all faced storms. And Jesus says, what have you built on? when those storms come, because it'll be tested. If you read uh, 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 Matthew chapter 8, you understand that when they were in this storm, they come, and they, the, uh, the disciples, they get all scared or whatnot. They go down there and get to wake it up. Oh, my gosh, hey, we going to die. Oh, my God, the way the waves go. Oh, my God, it's horses in it. It's, it's cows and everything. It's, a, it's an Oklahoma tornado going on. No, it wasn't, but they were, they were just that crazy and Jesus is down there. If we, I'm, I'm quizzing like Jordan did. What was Jesus doing in that storm? He was sleeping. So the disciples go down there and wake him up, and Jesus says, what are you worried about? Come on, Stacy, help me preach this thing. He said, why are you afraid? No, that's good, sister. That's good. He said, why are you afraid? Ye of little faith. Can I tell you, Jesus wasn't upset with the fact that they were afraid. He was upset at the fact that they allowed their fear to drive them to act hastily. You see, we can feel feelings and emotions. That's what he gave them to us for. But he don't want you to let those feelings to drive you to do something out of character. Jesus was modeling it for them. He said, if you built the way I built, if you use the Jesus code, then when the storms come, you can be sleep. And now I don't mean that physically. I mean spiritually. You can be at peace when the storms come. You can still have your joy when the storms come. You can still be at a place of rest when the storms come if you've built with the Jesus code. 
not the Swanson code, not the self code, not the worldly code. Students, high schoolers, you're getting ready to transition into a world that's going to give you some codes to have you build off of. And storms are going to come and test what you've been built, what you've built with. So I want to encourage us today, if you've already started building with the Jesus code, you've been building up to code the way he told you. Like I said, I would encourage you to go read all of Matthew chapter 5, chapter 6, chapter 7. You're like, hey, man, I don't know what, 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 the stand, what are the minimum standards when it comes to building my spiritual structure. Hey, I would say go read that section right there. Really, really pray and read that to get those standards. But then after that, I would say... Get ready for the storms. It's the only way your structure can be identified and verified. And you say, hey, I'm built on the firm foundation. Who wants that? Who want to be built on the firm foundation? You want to be built on the firm foundation? Hey, Jesus is saying you have that opportunity and so if that's you, I'd say, like I said, if that's you, keep it going, man. Keep building on those codes. And there's more than that. That's just a minimum standard. This whole word has got a lot of stuff in here that you can keep building on. So keep going. But if you have not built on those, those codes, if you feel like, hey, man, I don't have no relationship with Jesus Christ, you say, I don't know how to, Jesus said, hey, man, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way back to the Father. So you have not given your life to Jesus Christ. Hey, man, Jesus said it's easy. Hey, man, repent and believe. Bring your junk to him. Believe that he came, died, and rose again for all of that junk that you had. Put your faith, hope in him, and then start building those codes. Start reading those codes if that's you. Church, in this life, you will have suffering. But Jesus said, be of good cheer because I have overcome it all. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you've given us Jesus the one we can build our firm foundation on. The one that when the winds come and, the, and, the, and the, the rains and the floods come, hey man, the one that we can stand on and our spiritual structures can stay intact. God, for some of us, we're sending you up gratitude now because you've kept our structures through some stormy times. God, we're only standing here right now because of Jesus Christ and his codes. And some of us, God, we don't know you. And I pray that today be the day that we come to know you, have an intimate relationship with you, and walk with you for the rest of our lives. Because that's what you desire from us. God, we thank you for this milestone Sunday that we've been able to celebrate generations, Lord. And may you continue to go generation to generation, showing your grace and mercy to us all. We thank you, we love you, and it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Can y'all give God a hand clap of praise there? Amen, amen, amen. Video, okay, yeah, turn video, yes.
Oh, man, this has been an amazing Sunday. And we've been talking about a firm foundation. <laughs> and you can see we have these shirts on to say, ready, set, move. And I feel like once you are on that firm foundation, then you're ready to move, right? Man. And God wants us all to be able to move. And when we are able to move and follow him, we will be able to do what he did. We will be able to go where he goes. We'll be able to share the things that he shared, right? Mm -hmm. And so that is what we're going to be doing this summer with our kids started in July. Getting re them ready to move. Getting, re getting them ready to go where Jesus went. Here, there, and everywhere. And you all have the opportunity to help out with that. And there are two ways that you can do that. One is that you can step in this summer and serve alongside of our leaders who have been serving your kids all summer long, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also, every summer we transition or uh, we make the whole preschool and elementary area look kind of fun for the kids, right? So we have a place where you can donate um, so we can have props and so that we can have all the things that we need to make this a fun adventure. So there should be a slide, I think. I think there should be a slide with a QR code on it. If not, you can go to our website. There it is. You can get your phones, pull out that, and click on that code, and it will show you how to get involved, how to donate, and also how to serve. Amen? Amen. 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 Who's been having a good time today? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Hand is way up high. Hi, Charlie. I see you. <laughs> hey, we uh, want to, right now, we want to pray. And so we are asking, if you have an influence in a child's life, that should be all of us. Mm -hmm. just want you to raise your hand. Mm -hmm. that, should be it. that should be all of us. All of us in this room have an influence in a child's life, right? And so we are getting ready to pray for all of our students who are transitioning and who are moving up to a new phase. So if you're moving to kindergarten, if you're moving to element 456, if you're going to Grace Youth, if you're a senior, can you please stand? Just stand up where you are. Stand up, stand up. Let's give him a hand. Stand up. And then those of you that had your hands raised, I just want you to stretch your hands out to those kids who are around you. And then we're going to have Pastor Doug. Would you like to pray for us, please? Lord, thank you for uh, just the excitement in the room today. Thank you for the way you have uh, brought so many young families to grace and it's just really been a blessing to see uh, the numbers and uh, the excitement amongst the youth. And I, I pray uh, that we wouldn't follow the minimum standards, mm -hmm. that we would follow the maximum standards and that our youth and those that are moving up would hear the truth clearly that they would take hold. We, we pray often that when the young people leave uh, the ministry and head off to, to work in college, that they would own their own faith. And we pray that that would be true and that it would begin uh, at the youngest of ages. And thank you for uh, the number of people who are pouring into our youth. Pray that you would give them wisdom that you would just give them the words, that they would be, uh, that they would see our children uh, each individually, that they would particularize the children, that they would call out the gifting that's in each one of these young people. We just pray that you would bless them. And I love what Keisha said, this is the church. It's not the future of the church, this is the church. So we bless them. We pray your Holy Spirit would rest on them. We pray that, that our youth would just have uh, just a depth that surprises all of us, whether they are in kindergarten or 
going into four, five, six, or moving into the high school, or heading off post high school into work or college, whatever it be, that you would just fill them, bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, if you are um, looking for prayer, post-service prayer, the people that prayed for you heard a few different things. There's some uh, people that are dealing with some pretty intense family drama. Uh, We would love to pray for you for that. Someone's left foot. Uh, is bothering them. We'd love to pray for that as well. But the difference today is that prayer is going to happen in the chapel, which is on the other side of these walls. You can just go out that door and turn left. Well, you can go out that door and turn left too. But anyway, the chapel is over there. Uh, we would love to pray for you. Uh, thank you for being here for Milestone Sunday. But it ain't over yet. Yeah, that's why we push them out there because I'm telling you, the party's still going on. Hey, we got treats that's going on outside here. Uh, grab some out there, play some games and everything like that. But, hey, man, thank you. Thank you guys so much. And we going out on a high note to celebrate. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, come on, stand hey, to your feet. Stand hey, to your feet. Hey, stand hey, to your hey, feet. Hey, hey. Woo. hey. Uh, 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 uh. We got blue. There we go. Uh-oh, there's a rumbling. There's a tumbling. There's a rumbling, tumbling. Great shit. Celebrate good times. Come on. Celebrate good times. Come on. There's a party going on. That is a big one. Yeah, yeah. A celebration.